Hello and welcome to Hiking Pod with me, Mark. I have literally just walked for five miles from Enfield, North London, to get to Wormley Wood. Now I'm on my way to Hartford. That's that's my final uh, destination there. Um, I've just got a text from Joe, who's currently in Greece on a big hike, uh, and I've walked these five miles. I haven't. Um, the reason why I've just walked for five miles um, and not spoken yet is because I wanted to get away from all the road noise. Now you might be able to hear somebody uh, cutting a big field, the grass of a big field with a um, one of those, uh, I guess, diesel lawnmowers. Anyway, I, I would imagine it's diesel. I have no idea. I don't know how these things work. So, yes. So I've made my way to Wembley Wood. Now, last week I think I did. I tried to do a podcast or a hiking pod, walking through uh, Chaseside Woodland Walk, and I brought out the the small compact handheld recorder and I think I turned it on was really pleased with the chat I mean I wrote a whole blog about this particular episode uh, really pleased with the chat I thought it was going really well and then um, went to just sort of check on levels and stuff and check that it was still going and it was it was dead I didn't check the batteries um, this is something that I've done many times before so today I am quietly confident that I have a fresh set of batteries and now I have to try and manoeuvre my way through a muddy uh, pit Um, oh yeah it's really oh dear nearly went over Uh, really muddy Um, but I was expecting it to be this because in the entrance from Romney Woods coming up through Gough Soak it usually is quite bad so I uh, say bad, it's just muddy, it's not bad. Um, so, yeah. So, um, looking to do some adventures this week, I'm hoping. I'm going to try and um, revisit uh, a section of Hike and Pod that I've not done for a very long time, years. I think before before lockdown, when I attempted to do... What was that? Oh, it's got scratched. Um, when I attempted to do the second series of the Hike and Pod from the first original eight episodes I think I did where so the second series oh dear trip just went nearly over um was find me on this island where I'd go and visit islands and walk around these islands and I did I think I did one which was uh Mercy Island I didn't end up recording I don't think I don't recall um and uh what was the other island there was the one in the Thames Estuary which people think is the sea um Canvey Island so I've done that a couple of times but not actually record it so I think ah oh, I might do that one Friday that could be cool wouldn't it? so the plan is to go to somewhere like Hailing Island which is um on the south coast just um this side of Southampton so I might have a go there see what see if that's fun I'll have to take Molly with me not that that's to make it sound like it's a hardship it's not um purely because don't really want to leave her and as I said before uh, uh, Joe's in Greece on holiday doing some hiking and Lucas is going to Egypt so that means there will be nobody from my family um, in the country well I mean obviously my immediate family that is so it will just be me and Molly so I'll have two days where I could potentially uh, go out and do stuff so at the moment um, I'm kind of struggling to get the time off work because because they're making it difficult for me because that's what they do 
you know, with the, all the other accusations they have flying around. But I expect that from a failing organisation, as you would expect, because uh, it's never, never their fault. Uh, and so I want to use the time wisely, rather than be uh, forced to just work at a level that uh, I don't want to work at, really. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to I've got, I'll come on to that because I've got a few things to update. So the, firstly, before I go uh, into all of this, I am completely and utterly aware that there are at least five people in the US who regularly listen to this podcast. So I'd like to say thank you very much. I'd also like to know, is it the accent or do you just generally, generally like listening to me um, moan, whinge, complain, prattle on about whatever uh, comes to mind when I'm doing these things. But um, I just also just want to say that I'm incredibly grateful. I would rather have um, the five of you who actually genuinely listen, um, and there's a few others as well, which I'll come to in a second, than have a whole load of people say subscribe but not actually listen. So um, that means a lot more to me than uh, makes it absolutely worthwhile that Sorry, I'm trying not to fall in the mud. Uh, absolutely worthwhile doing. Um, and also, I think there's one person in Australia as well. So, hello to you. I would like to know. Uh, you can always message me. Probably the easiest way to do that would be um, I don't know, 23 at markreilly.org. Say hi. And um, it would be nice to hear from you. Um, also, I'd like to say thank you and a big hello to Mercury. I know that you listen to pretty much everything that I do, which is kind of nice. And um, I'm incredibly grateful. And I think who else? There's oh, just gone from vegetarian to protein eater of an insect in a second there. Flew my mouth. Um, who? There was somebody else. Mercury, I know, listens to. And I think potentially Barris or Roseanne. I'm not sure. But anyway, hello, guys. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, giving this a listen. So, um, yeah, right, so I've made my way to Wembley Woods. I'm now walking through the raised elevated pathway, which is a wooden pathway with uh, some chicken wire over the top of it, which is actually kind of cool. I've, I've cycled over this many times and walked over it as well. Um, as I said before, normally I would have walked up through via the canal, but I ran out of time because Lucas had a party and that dragged on. It's not dragged on, that sounds rude, I don't mean that. It overran because uh, he was having a wonderful time go-karting, which I have to say was quite impressive. Um, and it was quite a serious thing. And it's a um, boy in Lucas's class um, whose dad is also a runner. So we always stop and chat about running stuff. And um, so it was nice. And they had the most delicious birthday cake I think it's quite possibly the most delicious birthday cake I've had in a very long time it was just so creamy and spongy and light and uh, anyway so yeah uh, the, the perks of being a parent and taking your child to parties so enjoy it while I can because I know that probably in just over 18 months time or a bit longer maybe two years uh, he won't be getting invited to parties like that anymore because he'll be at secondary school, high school, whatever, and um, it won't be the done thing to have a party, which is a shame, really, because actually I quite had a nice chat with uh, the other parents that I know really well, was, which was kind of cool, 
sitting around chatting during the fat, talking about life, talking about holidays. And um, one of the other things I found was quite interesting about that was how, um, because I, I, as you well know, I, I don't really drink, not so only like Christmas time and not even that very often to be honest with you. Um, so it's interesting to hear how when people talk about experiences and things that they like and places to go, they go, oh, there's a good pub or oh, the, this place is a, is a microbrewery or you can get this amazing ale here or and it's how people measure uh, their experiences by alcohol, which I kind of find very strange. But then I kind of think to myself, well, actually, it's no different to me, really, because then I'm, I measure it by um, how good the walking spaces are or um, how good you can do uh, well, how the bike riding or, or you know, the water, the water sports or the sea or whatever. So I suppose it's really just a, your interest. If you like that sort of thing and that's what your thing is, then more power to you. So what's changed? Well, what are the changes? Well, there's going to be a few things, a few changes going on. So um, apparently I will be starting uh, down at the Lancaster Centre in July. So that's, that's good. Uh, before that, Joe and I um, are going to be heading to Weymouth, which is going to be cool. Um, and I'm going to do a... Well, I don't think I'm going to get to walk around it. And I don't think we're going to have enough room in the car to take the bikes... Now I have to navigate this really muddy, insane patch. Not sure how I'm going to do that. Okay. Oh dear. Yep. Okay. Right. Got that. Um, but I will actually get to go to Portland. Uh, not not the wonderfully cool, hip um, uh, west coast of America, Portland. Um, unfortunately, I would love to go there and just you know grab a big fat beard and and ride ride my bike and it'll be like you know I don't know just try and be cool for once um uh, for a week anyway um but the kind of the Portland on the south coast which is uh, has like two prisons and um is slightly less cool uh, but it has a, an amazing lighthouse and I think that's really what what I want to go and see more than anything is the lighthouse and then see if I can I can do the walk there and a walk back in a day and I think there's going to be a day when Joe has to spend with uh, not has to again sounding quite rude here aren't I um Joe's going to spend with her dad um so I'm going to take that opportunity to go and do a walk. Uh, uh, do go and do a walk to Portland Bill and back from where we're staying in Weymouth. So that could be cool. And obviously the, the whole point of, of me doing that is one is obviously the, the experience of being doing it, of, of having to do it rather, and two, the um, experience of being able to share that with you with the on that on here on the podcast so um i get to hike and pod it as it were so yeah so then then we're going to go to cornwall at the end of june i think it is yes we're going to cornwall at the end of the june for a week it's going to be our holiday me joe and we're taking molly with us so that's going to be fun and um um Molly can't really walk very far at the moment, so I'll come on to that now, actually. Let's, let's address that. So Molly's been... Um, she's old, and she's only getting older now. She's 14, and I'm trying not to fall in the mud again. Right, ow! Uh, and get pricked by bushes. OK, and I'll carry on around here. I probably can get away with not... with being attacked by trees and not falling in the mud. Right, uh, so she's getting... Uh, so we had a little uh, 
section where she, uh, a few days ago, where she was really ill. She couldn't keep her food down. She kept vomiting. She, her, her, le her legs kept giving way. And I really did think, okay, this is it now. I'm sort of preparing myself for the worst. We're coming to the end. Um, and it'd be things like I'd come home and she wouldn't even get off the sofa to come and say hello or any of that. She would just not do anything really, which is a real shame. And um, and it was it was just sad really. And then I, cause I, I got a bit upset and I thought, oh yeah, this is going to happen and stuff. So uh, we are um, coming to the end of it. Where did I get to? So yeah, she perked up uh, and she's a bit better, still a little bit shaky. Um, but. She's getting up, she's eating all her food now, because before she, she just kept throwing up. Um, although saying that, that's twice now, and she's woke me up in the middle of the night to go outside, so I'm kind of thinking to myself that I need to sort of feed her before uh, bedtime, um, um, so that she doesn't go to bed hungry, and then wake up with an empty belly, and, um, and then produce it, throwing up bile first thing in the morning at 5 a.m., which is what she's done now, so well, hopefully, I'll make that that better so so anyway so the the the, the, the knock-on effect for, for that really is that i have to find a dog stroller now so that uh, i can take her on long walks which is what i'm, I'm hoping i don't care if i look stupid i'd rather uh, be able to take her out with me and have her enjoy do a little bit of walking and then still enjoy the environment and get something out of it rather than you know being cooped up all day every day um, and spending her last days not really having fun so um, that's the plan and obviously I, you know I don't just want to sort of keep sticking her in kennels every time I want to go away you know so um, it'd be kind of nice with the dog stroller to be able to put her to, in, in the car with all the kit and then because she can't go very far now anyway so it's not like she has the energy or the, the leg power that she used to have so now it's all about um oh hey oh wow just managed to not fall in the mud and not fall in the stream now i've got to navigate this bit which is going to be okay uh yep okay that's good and um still haven't dodged the mud yet but then i'm in wormley wood still so uh still got a whole section to go and uh it's only getting muddier uh yeah so Hopefully, I'll find, be able to get a nice dog stroller um, big enough for her. Um, I've tried it before, because uh, I wanted to take her away on long hikes, and she just couldn't get to grips with the stroller. She just kept trying to get out. Um, but I've noticed now, when I take her on longer walks, which I've obviously now stopped doing, um, she gets really tired, because normally she'd be pulling away, pulling away from me and then running off and stuff, and now she doesn't. She just hovers behind me, which tells me that she's tired and her legs hurt, so it would be good to be able to just chuck her in, not literally, but uh, in the stroller and push her along. So I've been looking around eBay and Facebook Marketplace, and I'm going to sort of have to make a decision very soon about which one I get and uh, take it from there. So, yeah, so work. So that's the next section and the last thing I wanted to talk about. Well, it isn't the last thing, it's the last time I want to talk about it, actually, if I'm honest. So 
work. So there's going to be a uh, restructure, which is a good thing. My job is being deleted, which is a good thing. Um, I'm aiming for redundancy, which is another good thing. Um, so it's hard to find really what the negatives are. So I suppose the only negative is their inability to do this job, this whole thing properly, but then I expect nothing less. So they say they're this wonderfully supportive organisation and I don't believe a word of it because I haven't seen any evidence to support that at all. And they'll swear blind they are, but I think that's nonsense. Um, and I'm not going to say any more than that. So I was told that this whole process was going to start uh, soon as and my job would be um, at risk and deleted by the end of June and once that had occurred um, I would be if I didn't get a job obviously I'd be redundant and uh, there's me thinking this is great stuff I can get my redundancy and basically have the remainder of the summer off and take my time find another job because I've already got a part-time job and I've already got my other stuff with the youth group going on and some interest from other people that I um, about running music again and, and, and that kind of thing so there's a few things I've got to keep sort of keep me going in the meantime uh, and then I discovered that that actually wasn't true so this whole process takes a lot longer than they think it thought it would and now it should really be by the end of uh, September, uh, August that this will fall into to place and that my contract will end then um, so on a plus side okay so I get some money at the end of um, August so I could really be face, fa facing another um, trip down south to Cornwall which would be really good if I could do that actually and now more and more I think of it the more and more I'm thinking this is actually possible so uh, another than take maybe take Molly with me that would be really awesome um, and uh, for lots of hiking and cycling and beach walking and and stuff yeah actually I'm, I've just convinced myself I'm going to do that because then I'll have my redundancy and then if I look for a new job now I can kind of aim to start mid-September time um, that could be cool actually um, so yeah there's that so you know in my head I've already I think to be honest with you I think in my head I'd already left my job um, a while ago when I realized that they didn't support me through the whole uh, proud accusations and my uh, shoulder illness uh, I realized that those both of those one was um, something the, the accusations really just a, a, a opportunity for ridicule on their part to laugh at me which is what they did and my injury was nothing more than a mere inconvenience to them um, so you know really don't buy this whole um, we support you nonsense because I don't think they do and I haven't seen any evidence I'll shut up about it now I did say I was going to shut up about that so so uh, I did apply for this job which looked really good it was at Somerset House and I had an interview and I thought it went really well so I actually thought that I was in for a chance and I didn't get it so um, I'm, I'm disappointed that I didn't get the job not so disappointed because it would have meant starting at the beginning of July which meant I would have lost out on the redundancy and then I would have been 
stuck for that but it was 10 grand more uh, than the pittance that I'm on now for uh, a job that I don't believe in really so uh, but you know there's stuff out there so I haven't given up yet was feeling a little bit down about it and thinking you know this is not good it's not a good position to be in when you're 50 or 51 as I will be then you know um, because people don't really tend to want to hire people my age and above so yeah but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm quietly optimistic that something will come along and um, I will end up doing something. So if only I could make money from doing this, but then I think if I did that, it would take all the fun out of doing it. And it wouldn't be fun anymore. It'd just be something that I have to do to make money and I don't want this. This is my talking to you. Is, uh, it kind of alleviates all of the stresses and helps me get all the things in my mind um, plus it enables me to focus things so that things that I you know I, I, I don't generally I mean I have an idea on what I'm going to talk about but I, I don't always so a lot of what you're hearing is kind of off the cuff and inspired from actually just walking so it enables me to focus things as I go along go right I'm doing this I'm doing this I'm doing this so now the exciting stuff is I've registered the Dreadhouse as a community interest company uh, and we've been working on, I say we, I've got to stop doing that because no one else has done anything really, it's me, I've done it all. So I've done, uh, I've been working on the, the last sort of three new podcasts, which is season two podcasts, have been um, about the Dreadhouse itself. Whereas the ones before were just creepy pastors and stories. Season one was creepy pastors and stories, and season two is actually the characters and setting up the scene for the quaint English village of Buntry and the backstory for some of the story uh, characters. Uh, so that's worked out quite well. So um, kind of enjoyed doing the first one, episode one of series two, which I kind of made up this character who probably won't appear um called davis who won't appear in any uh, part of the the dreadhouse universe really it was just a, a a narrative story okay um and then it did the tarquin episode um i was quite pleased with that but then i've just finished the, the and published the willow marrick episode which i was really pleased with and actually thought it was really well um, made obviously it could always be better but the editing was great the, the, the story was set up the story set up was great um, and I actually enjoyed doing it and the funny thing is is that I had I have after writing it I sort of have a recording method where I sit there with my headphones on and I, I speak into the microphone and when I played it back it just sounded awful you know and my voice sounded hoarse and it just sounded uncomfortable and unnatural and then I think I woke up one morning um, didn't put my headphones on just checked the levels checked the mic worked and just did it uh, and and that's the thing that you hear so if you, you get to listen to it if you head on over to the dreadhouse.com the featured episode is the new episode so the next one is I'm working on is um, the Martin Banks episode uh, so Mr Martin Banks the caretaker 
so I'm actually looking forward to that because I've still got a, I'm still writing that I don't I have an idea on where the story's going um, and I know kind of what I'm trying to say with his story but uh, um, so and, and the good thing about this one is that I'm actually not even going to record it myself I'm, I'll narrate it rather I'm going to get uh, Greg who plays Marty Max to do it so um, there'll be me doing some stuff but I won't actually be the featured um, storyteller so I thought it'd be good to get the, the character to actually to hear the character's voice so that then leads on to well we, we were meant to be we'd asked we were asked by Capel Manor to try and put together a show for um, summer and it's looking incredibly unlikely now that that's going to happen because as time is ticking on and they've taken their time to respond to not respond back because they've been incredibly busy themselves with what their their program and what they've got going on um is it, we haven't been left an awful lot of time which to be honest with you doesn't worry me wouldn't worry me because i find that that's when i do my best work is when i'm under pressure and have a deadline that i, I have to meet because then i find that i I can make it work and we have got this whole story called the wicker witch which is kind of loosely based on the concept of the wicker man the movie uh, the original not not the nicholas cage awful thing it won't uh, um which i just want to say is a footnote right i watched that one first and thought it was okay quite liked it and everyone was slating it didn't quite get why people hated it so much and then i watched the original with joe and my goodness that's a really good film um, aside from all the nudity and stuff which is not the reason why it's a good film but it's just a good film um, and then obviously I tried to sit and watch the Nicolas Cage one and I got 10 minutes in and then I thought this is a load of pants and he's just he just he acted in it in the most condescending way you know and it's like okay this is this is nonsense I'm not going to watch this or entertain this anymore so um, trying to create this whole kind of wicker witch story which is loosely based on on um, Willow Merrick um, and a lot of the, the podcast Willow Merrick story is kind of open-ended so that um, there are a lot and I think I'm doing that with all of the characters really is so that there is lots of interpretation Easter eggs can go in there and um, the story can be manipulated in, in different ways and going off in different directions so that that works quite well or it will work well I'm sure of it so um, that's the plan for that and then that leads us nicely into October for the week of leading up to Halloween where we will be back at Capel Manor I'm hoping so I have a brief we still haven't they still haven't finalized or we not they we because it's a collective with Capel Manor haven't finalized what space we're using or whether we're going to do it um, in the stables which they've suggested we can do but then we're dependent upon the weather even though it's a nice space and it's there are animals in the stables obviously who come out every day and go back um, so now I'm actually not so keen as much as I like that idea um, I'm not that keen so I'm toying with this idea about um, doing it in the near the showground in the, the area of the ruins um, which I think could work better so I think I'm going to write the story around that and I'm going to do that fairly sharpish so yeah so that's that so I am now coming up to Newgate Village I believe I might have passed that actually I'm past the turning I've just gone past Stubbers, Stubbs Lane 
stop this stop slowing and I'm walking I've just come out of Wormley Woods and as you heard when I was talking to the well you didn't you might not have heard that because I've cut that bit out and I um, walked further north um, still fair fair away fair bit away from from Hartford um, I've only done since I started talking to you I've done one and a half miles and that's basically one and a half miles worth of talking talking and walking um, but I think I think that's what I want to share today I think I've done a lot of sharing I'm quite pleased with that and uh, it would appear that I have actually recorded it so we will see tonight when I get home um, after I've had my Saturday curry and um, uh, we'll see the quality of this and if it's any good all right so thank you very much for listening uh, don't forget if you are listening to hike and pod for the first time please subscribe uh, on Spotify so that you don't miss this um, I have tried this year and failed miserably um, to do uh, to create a schedule or a schedule depending on how you say it um, of, of regular podcasts so that's that is the plan for me now is to work on that and get that going so that you're at least going to get a hike and pod uh, once a week uh, I don't think it needs to be any more than that um, I think I think once a week was, is, is a fair uh, amount and I think that's um, but they won't be long not like this is long so I think this is long because I, um, it's the first one in a while um, so um, people should have a drinking game about the phrases that I use because I'm quite sure I use that one I've said that basically every podcast so um, so yeah so that's it thank you very much enjoy the rest of your day um, whatever you're doing uh, I hope this has lifted your spirits in some way